Welcome to season two of Talks and Sips. I'm Jess. And I am Ceci. Keep my podcast name in your mother trucking mouth. Uh, we just started the episode, Jess. Keep my podcast name in your mother trucking mouth. Okay. I think they will know. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I will take my best pod award. <laughs> This week, we are going to be talking about trifling things and people that'll make you want to take your own sips of judgment, uh, whether it be in your cars, at home, on YouTube. My voice is <laughs> I'm like a frog in my throat. <laughs> um, Maybe the gym. <laughs> or while on the toilet. You know, wherever you get your podcast needs. Yeah, Jess is uh, now banned from appearing on Talks and Sips for the next 10 years. Repercussion. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so how you doing? Uh, what you sipping on? What's Good old on? water. <laughs> Out of my... And not Hydro Flask, because I'm not trying to spend $40 on a water simple. bottle. It's <laughs> simple. Yeah, it's simply modern mm-hmm. from Target, which is still 20 bucks, but... That would have been 40 bucks exactly, on a different day. Exactly, with featuring Oh, our we stickers, got stickers already. If you haven't seen on Instagram, you should go. We we do every Sunday sticker giveaways. Giveaways. <laughs> oh, yeah. How's that going? Uh, we've done one week, because we got them last week. Woo! But actually, you're going to give them to Victor. Okay, okay. I gave him the choice. He's like, I'll wait until I see Jess. Oh, nice. Yeah, it seems like a lot of people are kind of excited for them, and we are too. Uh, Okay, well, what am I having here? I'm having an iced coffee because, you know, summer months approach means more money is being spent. So Mm -hmm. then we got to be a little bit more frugal. I can't just be like, I'm going to get a $6 cafe latte every other day. Like, who am I? I'm not rich. So I went and bought a $5 big tub of iced coffee at Stater Brothers across the street and Uh like a two dollar thing of um coconut milk Mm -hmm. and it'll last me three days but that's better than doing that same amount in 24 24 Mm -hmm. yeah so anyway or 18 my bad in this cool cup some of you can see some of you can't um it's like the ugliest slash silliest photos you could find of my family (laughs) And we montage. I'm sure them. they'd love to hear you say like that, dude. We that's a face swap of Aaron and I. Is there? It's oh, not. that's an old picture of you though. Yeah, I had red hair. Oh yeah, same here. Eating something. Someone got pat on the face. Anyway, so I'm having a nice coffee from home. <laughs> All right. Did you guys believe us? The serious undertones. <laughs> okay, disclaimer, we don't advocate violence on this show. And earlier, Cece's <laughs> like, somehow we're talking about violence. Don't know how we got here. <laughs> Movies, that's how we got here. But since violence can be in more than physical forms. We found the trend and kind of just sunk our fingernails in and latched on <laughs> okay so morbius we are here to talk to you guys about morbius on this film week hot takes and reviews and everything in between um i'm gonna post up a really cute picture here fucking hippocrypts <laughs> <laughs> anyway for those that aren't watching it's a hippo with a blue bandana because he's a crip crip Anyway, okay, so I don't want to sit here like a hypocrite. Um, Yes, I used to love Jared Leto in my early 20s, you know, when I didn't realize I had a problem with the bad boys. (laughs) And on two or three occasions, I've met him. Mm -hmm. But there was a turning point when I... When I woke to the fact that uh, he was slowly starting a cult. (laughs) In some music videos, some fans would say things like he he saved my life <laughs> Oof, that's like a real intense claim bro the music saved my life i did not cue this up my bad y'all so let me cue it up now and uh this is the kind of stuff they would say and i'm like is that why he purposely makes himself look like the christian version of jesus it's a weird messiah <laughs> complex that i like dive into it's and that's when i you'll hear it right <laughs> So, his fans don't help. My parents got divorced. They lost their jobs. My mom had cancer and it's been awful. It sounds forced. (laughs) Without faith, without belief, we're nothing. Make the best out of it. Wait, I used to know how to do it. Because tomorrow... What is that? That's his fans signal. <laughs> it's their echelon. <laughs> anyway, 
Is it, it's just him, right? Not the whole band? Or is it like, because I know they do like their whole island thing too, but it's the whole band, not just him. Yeah, it's the whole band. Okay, so we'll get into that real quick. Tangent! Okay, so yeah, they have the Mars Island, which I'm about to cover, but Mm -hmm. it's weird. And I was telling Josh, I was like, for a long time, there's this guy, Tomo, who's been their guitarist forever, their lead guitarist forever. Mm -hmm. And then at some point when he got kind of more weird, (laughs) when Jared got a little bit weirder, he like bailed. And I was, um, and I thought it was weird because he had like it was ride or die. It was yeah. him and the drummer is his older brother. So like, where's his brother gonna go? Oh, right. Okay. He, My brother's weird. Yeah, it's just a thing. It makes us money, right? <laughs> so like, I, as soon as Tomo left, it was weird. I knew mm. it was weird. Um. So I, I, it's very much him, but there's no one else. Like anyone who plays with them is um, session players. Like they're getting paid oh, to just come so in and play. They're not like actually a part of it. They're like filling in. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's not like the Red Hot Chili Peppers. You know, all of them. Like yeah. Flea and Anthony, all of them. They're all in the band. Mm-hmm. Here, it's just him and his brother at this point, and session mm-hmm. players. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, okay. So at first, I thought like that's so cool. These people are finding a safe place in music, yeah. which is what music is supposed to do. It's supposed to be a solace, right? Mm-hmm. I love that harmony hippie shit. You know. Uh, well, the thing is though, because I've been at like shows and stuff where, because yeah. it's a lot of like usually younger people that say oh you saved my life but at those shows i've been on i the singers have literally gone like no i made the music that helped you oh he get doesn't that stop point. that yeah no, that's what i noticed right yeah if he's using it for his music videos he? <laughs> he's using it in the music videos. exactly yeah, yeah. and so, these are from you know all the accents you're hearing are from different mm-hmm, parts of the world yeah so <laughs> so i went to a few of the concerts right i did you know i went saw 30 seconds to mars at private events where i would win tickets Mm-hmm. Also, um, you like, know. I didn't give a mom my money. I didn't give a mom my money. I just want a disclaimer that I win tickets because I used to be driving a lot and calling. Just saying, it, it works. Uh, then one day while I was at one of their Hollywood Bowl shows, it happened. Uh, what you may ask, what the heck happened? He said it. Leto said the dreaded words. This is a call. <laughs> Loud and proud, baby. And I was like, whoa. How did I get here? How did it get? I'm here it's right like now. like those movies where it's like freeze frame. You may be yeah. wondering how I got here. Or like the pool. pool like the, no, the dolly zoom or whatever. Yeah, yeah it's like whoosh, into my face. Uh, the whole crowd yeah (laughs) and that's when i was like yikes but i stayed anyway (laughs) i was at the hollywood bowl (laughs) but also they were opening for lincoln park oh okay so it wasn't like their headliner yeah not that time (laughs) it didn't help that the fan base you know they call themselves the echelon Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, he was the one to encourage slash introduce them to that term. Yeah. And if you're curious what the term means, uh, Google Dictionary here <laughs> says echelon is one as used as a noun is a level or rank in an organization, a profession or society that already screams Illuminati. <laughs> or if you use it in a military term, which is also how it is used for the fan base, is a formation of troops, ships, aircrafts, or vehicles in parallel rows with the end of each row projecting further than the one in front of it. Should we be concerned about these echelons? And like I was, and uh, I could have potentially been. It looks like a little tent. It is, yeah. It's is like that what little, it's supposed to be? Yeah, that's the symbol, everyone. Anyway. Um, that's not me anymore. <laughs> anyway, so like we said earlier, those Mars Island and, you know, people wearing white robes, or I think he was one of them, either people or he or all were wearing white robes. And Yeah, we- I think in that like really famous picture, they're all in white. <laughs> okay. And so he also started getting, you know, like I said, and you said the Messiah complex and, you know, exuding, exuding those vibes. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, and another thing, which kind of worked out for me, um, but before my boyfriend was my boyfriend here, he was on a first date with another woman woman <gasps> at hollywood boulders <laughs> yes he had a life before me okay whatever and uh, and jared leto who frequents that establishment mm-hmm. was there and he must have thought she was fine because he was doing the flirty eyes you know and, uh, with his blues and you know he kept staring at her and gazing at her and loki was trying to swoop in mm-hmm. and he's actually if you read some of those articles he's known to do that he does the eye gazing the um. i want you mm-hmm. gaze mm-hmm but for him, I feel like it kind of looks a little weird. It's like, because his eyes are a little his bit closer. His eyes are, not just that, but he has like very wide eyes mm-hmm. or big eyes, I should say. Yeah. So I'm like, what does that look like if he's trying to look at you? You know, like what they say about lighting or like how you yeah. shift your face, how it can go from like, 
And the, but if the light's coming from underneath you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I don't think he's an evil dude, but maybe he's an arc, uh, you know, since he <laughs> seems to have an excessive admiration of himself. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I could definitely see him as a narcissist. <laughs> they say you got to be confident. There's okay. a thin line between <laughs> confidence and narcissism. <laughs> okay, but the real topic at hand, the real to- Morbius, Morbius, <laughs> went out to watch Morbius. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I must admit that the movie's outcome is not entirely his fault. He actually did a decent, and I'll say good, job at acting in it. Okay. Um, everything else, however, oof! I've heard. I haven't seen it, but I've heard. Oof! Okay, so the pacing <laughs> is so fast. In the first sequence, he is already in the jungle getting frisky with the bats. Mm-hmm. His doctor assistant has the hots for him, even though he's a sickly fellow. <laughs> uh, I did appreciate her character because, you know, she's a person of color mm-hmm. and she's an intellectual and she's yeah. a doctor. But where they failed her, and this is how you know it's directed by a man, mm-hmm. um, all of a sudden she just drops all sense of right and wrong um, and morality for Dr. Morbius. Yeah. And <laughs> she's like, do you want me to jump off a bridge for you? I'll do it. It's very Harley Quinn. Yeah. esque yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. Uh, did I mention the pacing? <laughs> I, it's like an edited, very expensive indie film. And this is not trashing on indie films. Well, we know there's not much continuity sometimes in those. Yeah. It's just like face, outside, yeah, wind. Somehow it works out. Because <laughs> they're very art housey. Very. Like, okay. Right? So it just feels like a very expensive version of that. It's just, mm-hmm. wow. And there's no real, like I said... Uh, continuation and the wide the wide shots. Lord, you've heard me complain about the real life Lion King, right? The live action Lion yes, King. Yeah. How because you can't really get in too tight um, the of the features. fur. It's just really hard to animate that. So it's like let's just stay out here. It's safe. Mm. Um, yeah, there was so so <laughs> many wide shots and the cops. Honestly, the most useless <laughs> cops. No offense. Yes, offense. Whatever. I feel what I feel. Um, <laughs> Agent Stroud is one of the agents for the in the movie, and Agent Rodriguez also. And why? <laughs> why was Agent Stroud played by Tyrese? Family. Because <laughs> that's all he does in that movie. <laughs> so, and he was the head agent. Oh, detective fella. It, like Doctor Morbius. Oh, okay. But Tyrese. <laughs> no? Okay. Well, then there's Agent Rodriguez, who was played by Al Madrigal, and their lack of chemistry was like sandpaper on a blackboard. It was rough. Mm, like, you mean characters or like personality? Yeah. Like, like actor personality. Their actor personality. Just, oh, okay. it would be like It would be like if me and you were out there and then I told you a joke and it didn't land. But it didn't land every single time. <laughs> You know what? This is a side note. (laughs) Drifting away from this. You know what I learned recently? You watch New Girl, right? Sure. Yeah. Nick, I don't know their real names, but Nick and Schmidt in real life don't don't really get along. (gasps) Yeah, and they play best friends on the whole show. Wow. Yeah. It's not. I don't think. I don't think it was like that. They were constantly like fighting or whatever. I think it was more so like they didn't really care for each other, Mm. which is like sad. (laughs) Hey guys, please let us know if you want to hear another fight themed movie trailer episode <laughs> because i feel like we just opened up a bag of worms here or can of worms with <laughs> with this because with actors and on and, screen stuff yeah because also if you ever watch how i met your mother i don't okay the main <laughs> couple that everyone wants to be like oh i want to be that couple they don't they, they hated each other i feel like guts. that happens a lot though it's just like they got the role they're like i, I really like, want this role i'm not giving it up but then you got to give them props on their yeah. acting because you can't feel the bad vibes or the exactly, bad love yeah. where here i think you could feel it you were just like <sighs> okay bro okay so <laughs> back we, to the show back to the show michael keaton Everyone loves Michael Keaton. He can mm-hmm. do no wrong. So good. We'll yeah. just leave it there. Jared Harris, also chef's kiss. <laughs> like, they didn't utilize him as much. And I feel like that's the ongoing thing that they say for the reviews, that Jared oh, okay. Harris was not utilized to his full potential because he was like Arya Stark in Game of Thrones and had to get hospitalized for having to carry that whole movie on his back <laughs> in the few scenes that he did. So um, the pacing made it impossible for us to really care about the characters. That partly invested in them. Um 
you know, we couldn't, we, we, it would be like, here, we care about them. Oh, next scene, next mm-hmm. sequence, we're done. And you're like, wait, what just happened? You know? Yeah. So, and then like his best friend, Morbius Nemesis in the film also just goes from, yay, we're homies to I'm gonna kill you and everyone you love. <laughs> and you're like, bro, chill. Like, uh, what happened? <laughs> what happened? Some facts are that the, you know, principal photography for Morbius actually began before Endgame. So, like, wow. as a director, that's a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, you know, they started even before Endgame had even wrapped. And somebody told the director in real time mm-hmm. that, you know, this is going to be the biggest death in movie history. <laughs> and so apparently he has to compete with that. Yeah. That's not gonna... <laughs> how, how are you supposed to follow that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I quit. Walked off the job. Uh, Matt Smith, who is a nemesis. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's one of the do- he's, I guess, one of the Doctor Who's, if you're into Doctor Who, okay. uh, admitted that he was confused by his character when reading the script. And it seemed like he's still not completely sure of things even after Sorry, they have what? read. OK, I know who that guy is. I was thinking about it because every time I watch the trailer, I'm like, that guy looks familiar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he has like a gnarly, like furrow brow. Yeah. It's, and he has like a longish face. It's so. <sighs> yeah. Anyway, <laughs> the actor explained that he wasn't sure if the character was playing Loxia's crown, who is a major antagonist in the comic books or not. Audiences probably had the same response, given that he's <laughs> called Milo throughout the whole movie. <laughs> what? <laughs> and lastly, Pokemon had stakes in this somehow. Yes, Pokemon. <laughs> uh, at least it influenced the glows from the attacks that were hecka CGI'd, you know? <laughs> the director said that the purple trail really fulfills a psychedelic experience. Groovy. Do you think Jared Leto talked him into that? <laughs> Jared Leto had a, apparently had a really, really heavy hand in picking this director, too. So the whole thing. And so also, maybe it could be put on his shoulder. Maybe. And then there was a lot of method acting, right? Because that's like his jam. Yeah, that's so he had to get wheelchaired everywhere. <laughs> you could probably hear it when you're editing, but I did like. <laughs> also, yes, I do. We have a live studio audience. I feel like he's inside his body, just exploding with wanting to say something. What do you want to say? Going back to the whole co-stars that didn't get along, I have a whole list, girl. If you, if you do an episode or not, I could be in the guest, guest host. He's already he's pitching you himself. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember in the cartoon in Pokemon when they would fight? Pikachu! Oh, yeah. And then, like, they would go in for the smack, mm-hmm. and, like, some weird shit would follow them in the air. <laughs> Basically, that was it. He's like, I'd watch it with my daughter. And, this, <laughs> and that's why it's actually so intense. And it's almost, like, too much. Yeah. You're like, uh, where are they? I just see purple <laughs> and yellow clothes. What's the Laker game? Anyway, so all in all, the tomatoes have spoken. Mm-hmm. And the, tom- the tomato meter <laughs> is at 17%. And weirdly enough, the audience really liked it. Yeah, I'm seeing this. The audience gave it a 70%. And so critics' consensus were that (laughs) cursed with uninspired effects, uh, rote performances, and a borderline nonsensical story, this dreary mess is a vain attempt to make Morbius happen. While the audience says, Morbius isn't telling the most original story, but (laughs) but cool visuals and fast action keep things entertaining. You know what this kind of reminds me of? Another Marvel movie that did really bad that also got pushed in production. (laughs) Um, That mutant movie, the mutant one something where there it's a bunch Fantastic of teens four? No. no it's a bunch of teens that like end up going to like the school or whatever to control their powers i don't know what it's X-Men? called <laughs> no it's the mutants or something <laughs> do you know what it is isaiah uh, I, I, I know the name of the movie or i know which you're talking about i just don't yeah know. i'm like the I new mutants Uh, (laughs) that one got pushed back in filming like by three years wow and everybody was like we already know it's gonna be bad just release it so they did and it was bad (laughs) but this is giving me like very close vibes how does this keep happening (laughs) throw money at us marvel you come out with or this is sony and marvel but also they did spider-man so there's no excuses (laughs) what are we doing uh so this works i think for the tiktok attention span people Yeah. <laughs> no offense, TikTokers. <laughs> and yes, per this show, there was plenty of fighting, <laughs> but this time in the air, like the 30 Seconds to March song, Up in the Air. <laughs> I don't get that reference because I only listen to, I think, what other songs. It's but. playing. Shh, shh, shh. It's playing right now. 
Okay. <laughs> Silence. <laughs> well, you guys can hear it. <laughs> yeah, you guys can hear it in the edit. <laughs> but I also, like, just really quick, I saw a meme of this. Mm. And again, you can't fully blame Jared Leto. He just happens to be in both of these movies. <laughs> but oh, I saw, the dual meme? No, it was, the, it was him like this, I think. It's like the worst DC movie, Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. And he's a Joker. And the worst Marvel movie. <laughs> he just happens to be in them. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, outside of... Outside of him as a person, let me just uh-huh. let me before people come and rag me. You know he did a great freaking all right, all right. In um, <laughs> what was it? Fuck, he got an Oscar for like assistant or actor, whatever. The supporting, it's supporting this yeah. year. No, it was a few years back um. with Matthew McConaughey when they did Dallas Buyers Club, and he played Rayon. He did an amazing oh, okay. job. Or if you've ever seen in Requiem for a Dream, also a very good job. Um, he was in House of Gucci. I don't know if it was any good. Oh, I, I think it, I think he did really good in that. Mm. I, that's the that's the word on the curb. Yeah, so um, he could he could do it. <laughs> I just think he's like one people's distaste for him because yeah. he he just he could be a lot. <laughs> but also, like you combine that with not the best art directions. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway. Let's flip the table to a film with Jared Leto that people actually like. (laughs) Yay! (laughs) Well, guys, I finally watched that one movie. You know, the one you're not supposed to talk about. Well, Shh, what are you talking about right now? <laughs> yeah, that one. <laughs> if you don't know what I'm talking about, it stars Brad Pitt, Ay. Edward Norton, Ay. and of course, Jared Leto. <laughs> all right, all right. I'm going to say it. We're going to talk about Fight Club. Let's <laughs> <laughs> talk about Fight Club. <laughs> Which I just saw last weekend. And honestly, the only reason I watched it was because of today. <laughs> she had a job to do <laughs> for the pod. Because <laughs> yeah, I'm covering it. Otherwise, probably would have still been on my watch list Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. also spoilers ahead if you're like me and you just haven't gotten to it (laughs) but it's been out for a while so uh yeah that's why when we were talking about this jess is like can i spoil it i'm like it's been out for like (laughs) i don't care this movie is filled with violence y'all uh here's a summary okay (laughs) a depressed man edward norton suffering from insomnia meets a strange soap salesman named Tyler Durden, Brad Pitt. (laughs) And soon he finds himself living in his squalid house after his perfect apartment is destroyed. The two bored men from an underground club with strict rules and Wow, that what? Form, you said from. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Dyslexia. Okay. The two men are bored as fuck. They're, you know, they start an underground club, uh, strict rules or whatever, you can't talk about it, and fight other men because, you know, that's all they have going on for themselves and they're fed up with their mundane lives. Their perfect partnership phrase, win Marla, damn it women, uh, who is played by Helena Bone Carter, a fellow support group crasher, Mm -hmm. attracts Tyler's attention. Not everything she said was directly from the source. She added her own Sorry, flavor. I, I added flavor. So essentially, it starts out... <laughs> essentially, the whole club starts out as a club for grown men who, to get their emotions out by fighting, but respectfully. <laughs> respectfully, I'm going to kick your ass. Exactly. As in, someone taps out or goes unconscious, you stop. <laughs> Those support groups can only do so much, you know, like... All right, emotions, emotions. Where's the <laughs> violence? <laughs> you know, punching and beating the crap out of each other. That's what really gets all those emotions out. I don't want to talk about my feelings. I want to punch them out. Yeah, that therapy is unmatched, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I've never been in a fist fight, so I don't really know the feeling. I've punched <laughs> someone before because my boob was grabbed in a uh-huh. public pool. But I don't, I don't know. Because it's like. It takes a lot of work to punch someone because if you hit, if you like bend your wrist the wrong way, you end up. Anyways. That's why Will Smith <laughs> did the slap and not the punch I that have time. Seen <laughs> that one time. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> this club eventually evolves to be a much bigger thing because of Tyler Durden. And the narrator isn't fully being told about some pretty big missions that eventually get someone killed. <laughs> <laughs> and this leads up to the climax at the end, which is spoiler mm. it's revealed that the narrator is tyler durden and he's just seeing brad pitt as this alter ego in his mind or like his true self in his mind but forever. i love it because he doesn't look like him yeah it's like <laughs> who he imagines yeah. himself <laughs> to brad be pitt. yeah 
I would also imagine myself as As Brad Pitt. Pitt. (laughs) All right. So here's my basically my reaction to this. (laughs) Real time reaction. No, a week later reaction. Yeah. Um, I saw it coming pretty early on. And here's my evidence. (laughs) I brought the receipts. (laughs) One. And this is literally what I kept bugging Matt about the whole movie. At the beginning of the film, for like the first five minutes, I want to say, there's a man that keeps glitching into the frame. Mm. It doesn't stay long enough where you could tell that it's Brad Pitt, but you could tell it's a man. And when we're being introduced to the narrator, it's telling us about his insomnia problem, Mm -hmm. plus all the support groups he's going to. And not because he has those same issues, but because he needs to be surrounded by those vulnerable people for him to like, I don't know, feel better about himself. Yeah. (laughs) Anyways... As soon as he meets this Tyler Durden on the plane, those glitches mysteriously stop. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Looks a little suspicious. And they have the same suitcase, so. Oh. Or briefcase, not suitcase. Nothing passes. <laughs> Nothing passes. <laughs> Cecilia's eyes, she's like, I'm looking for it. Uh, two, when Tyler is making soap and just casually mentions how to make homemade dynamite, <laughs> uh, I was like, okay. Is this what blew up his apartment? And at the time, I didn't. Oh. At the time, I didn't fully catch on that it was the same person. So I was like, "Oh, he blew up his apartment so he could like hang out." Yeah, that's what I first thought. But then when uh, the narrator's on the phone with the insurance or whatever, and he's like, "Tyler's walking around being like, just tell him you did it already or something along uh. those lines." I'm like, "Hmm, <laughs> dang, I did take too much from this movie when I wrote my short called Fragmented. Check it out on YouTube." <laughs> So yeah, that's number two. Number three, (laughs) the relationship with Marla, Tyler and her are never in the same room at once or like in movie terms. They're Mm. never in the same frame. Mm. So it's like, okay, they're not. So I get the whole they're not in the same room because I could believe it, you know, a toxic relationship. Yeah. But to not be in the same frame is a little weird. Uh, And also the narrator can't talk to her about Tyler. That's a little weird, too. Like, <laughs> why? You're in the same house as them. Yeah. <laughs> so, again, suspicious. And four, lastly, some of the dialogue just kind of straight up points to it. Mm-hmm. And it might be because I was so tired, but I feel like when I'm really tired, my brain works the most while watching movies. <laughs> She's like fuming smokes coming out of her ears. <laughs> uh, so these are just some quotes that, like, stuck out pretty much. One, Tyler's words coming out of my mouth. Mm. I'm like, okay, I could get that as like, you know, peer pressure or whatever. Uh, but then I was living in a perpetual state of deja vu. It's mm. a little weird. And Marla, this one gives it away. <laughs> <laughs> you love me, you hate me, you show me a sensitive side, then you turn into a total asshole. Uh, and it's like, that's their whole relationship. She talks to the narrator when yeah. she's like actually having a conversation. But when it's just like just the sex just toxic it's with tyler yeah so okay can't take her to the movies got it (laughs) (laughs) you can take me when i'm fully awake (laughs) she'd be like it was him (laughs) 30 seconds into the film it's him (laughs) to be fair matt had already seen this (laughs) he's seen it multiple times and i was like you don't have to is it he's like what i love it (laughs) what are you talking about But I did enjoy the film and I'm glad I watched it. Okay. I'll definitely want to rewatch it again, fully knowing like that this is what's happening. Mm-hmm. And there's a ton more clues I found while like just, ca- I don't know what the word is, but I was just like reading summaries just to refamiliarize myself because yeah. it's been a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I, like they have their own clues that point to it. So I'm like, oh, I didn't catch that. Like apparently, this is like very. A bunch like, of detectives to, online. <laughs> yeah. You literally have to like pause the frame and like zoom in. Because the phone booth, I guess, says no incoming calls. Oh. Yeah. So that's yeah. like your first giveaway that you can't. <laughs> Bunch so. of detectives on Twitter. Yeah. But of course, to tie this all in, <laughs> Jared Leto, a.k.a. Angel Face. Angel Face. <laughs> um, he comes into the film, a bleach blonde everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Literally everything. Mm-hmm. His eyebrows and all. And he makes his way into the club. But of course, you know, the one time feelings get involved (laughs) and people don't follow the rules of fight club which again reminder is if someone taps out or if they go unconscious you stop Mm -hmm. the narrator doesn't stop (laughs) and he's just beating up and the man on the receiving end is jared leto angel face (laughs) so if you're not a fan of him 
you'd love this scene. <laughs> yeah, if you don't like him at all. Yeah, if you're into fights, that is. If you don't like blood and stuff, maybe don't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, fighting is just a bigger way of showing violence. But you know what else can be pretty hurtful, too? Bullying. Yeah. Bullying. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> it can hurt your feelings. Unless you get physical. what you want. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, speaking of bullying, uh, and this time, we're the assholes. You're an asshole. You're an asshole. You guys out there are an asshole. I'm an asshole. I'm not. I okay. didn't I didn't care about okay. the whole animation. <laughs> she goes, I actually didn't hear about it till it was said and done. So I am not an asshole, myself included. Okay. Check out this headline. The internet successfully bullied the Sonic movie director into changing that creepy, that creepy, <laughs> that creepy blue hedgehog. And so I have a picture that I'll post here. And it's like the initial like uh, trailer picture of him, what he looked like before the internet got upset. It's look at his little teeth. <laughs> and then I have an after picture of what he looks like after the internet got what they want um, after being big bullies. <laughs> so two fans uh he seemed a little like unnecessarily lifelike off-brand for the stylish dick cartoonish franchise even featuring if you can fathom again those little teeth mm-hmm. <laughs> like you can tell at some point sonic had braces his teeth are way too perfect <laughs> in that first version of him yeah a major complaint being that you know he was weirdly swole he had hairy legs um you're just like tall too he <laughs> like was a tall. weird he wore pumas <laughs> they're like well i don't know what this is i don't know what i'm looking at but yeah, it ain't sonic it <laughs> so people were screaming on the internet twitter throwing punches in the Air. Uh, <laughs> the dissatisfaction was real, you guys. It was so real that the director addressed it on Twitter. <laughs> uh, that's, that's how you settle things nowadays. On Twitter. <laughs> oh, by the way, someone else on Twitter said something like, Good morning to absolutely everyone and everything other than the live action Sonic, the Hedgehog's creepy human teeth. <laughs> and Jeff Fowler, the director, said, Thank you for the support and the criticism. <laughs> the message is loud and clear. You aren't happy with the design and you want changes. It's going to happen. Everyone at Paramount and Sanga are fully committed to making this character the best he can be. And it worked out for everyone. I mean, the editor, the, not the editors, the animators got paid for more work. Yeah, but, <laughs> but here, oh, mm, mm. did they hire different people? No, <laughs> it's now the stress of doing double the work in less amount of time. Oh. So now it's. How far? Oh, you'll probably get into it. <laughs> <laughs> if you've ever worked on After Yes Sweets. There's, there's also the conspiracy theory that it was just a publicity stunt. Oh. <gasps> Sony released the awful looking version of Sonic to gain or like garner the outrage and they had already had the other version like being worked on. It oh, did. Wow. wow. Okay. So there is something that I read here that kind of aligns with that. Okay. Oh my God. So if you've ever worked on After Effects, you know how painful that statement was because uh, like, have you ever worked with keyframes? Fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, Variety reported about the ridiculous expectations of visual effects shops saying with margins so thin, timelines so tight and quality benchmarks so high, these artists are often under considerable pressure. Long hours and overtime are standard, especially when a release date looms and shots still need tinkering. SF- SFX houses are constantly being put through rigorous, unrealistic working conditions to match the expectations of a demanding industry that relies more heavily on visual effects than ever before. So kind of as to you know what Josh said here, mm-hmm. the director ended up saying, that they didn't actually have to redo redo the whole movie, that that was um, a lie, mm-hmm. a rumor. So maybe there's something there. But before we get there, there is this clip I'm going to put up here, or not a clip, but a picture. And it's that the new Sonic movie was heavily criticized for their initial Sonic design. So they redid it and released a new trailer. Mislabeling criticism as bullying is misleading and underhanded. But anyway, just look at the side by side. You notice when when Josh mentioned that, mm-hmm. I'm like, they could have easily just cut the trailer and then adjusted how he looked in the trailer instead of like they could have put his little character. Everything else would have been the same except mm-hmm. for that. Yeah. To save time. Yeah. <laughs> that would make I don't the know. Most sense. Any uh, visual effects artists out there? <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, but apparently a big thing, too, and 
to go with the controversy is that Detective Pikachu had set the bar way too high the previous oh, with the year one. with their trailer coming out. Mm-hmm. And do you guys remember the Bulbasaurs? <laughs> uh, they were like the healing dinosaurs anyway the re- the trailer reportedly received the highest likes to dislike google ratio of any official studio trailer release paramount quietly removed the first sonic trailer from the website i'm just gonna i'm just gonna put this away everyone pretend it doesn't exist it's never happened uh anyway so all of that just for them to get a 69 on the tomato <laughs> actually i don't remember much about the movie i think i enjoyed it it was like fun to watch it was I think I had a hard time with the love interest was weird to me. Not for the interracial reasons. So let me just say that now. I but, don't think anyone okay. was thinking that. <laughs> but I will say like their I guess their their chemistry. Yeah. <laughs> it was like off. I don't remember much about it. Because they didn't really she didn't really come out in it much, right? Or did she? Uh, she kind of did at first. They weren't like in And then they took off without Heather. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I gotta watch it again. Yeah, I don't remember much of it. <laughs> So that's why I got a 69 on the tomato. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we got to rewatch it soon because there's a sequel. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> to the blue guy introducing another violent presence, <laughs> Knuckles, <laughs> which is such a cool name. I love it. That's a great name. <laughs> Although the first version of him went through some CGI plastic surgery, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the people, as in the audience, loved him. <laughs> 69 on tomatoes. 60, but who really trusts Rotten Tomatoes? That's true. They're so critical, man. <laughs> so they're, he's coming back with another sequel. Or one sequel. They're bringing back the same director from the 2020 film, Jeff Fowler, Fowler. who did that tweet. <laughs> A ton of the cast from the first one are coming back, too, including James Marston, which is the guy. <laughs> Was he? He's Smallville, right? I don't know. <laughs> You're asking the wrong person. Cyclops from X-Men. Cyclops from X-Men. That's what mm. it was. Weird. Jim Carrey, you know, that mustache looks great on him. <laughs> and he went bald and it also looks great on him. Mm-hmm. Ben Schwartz, Tika Sumpter, and Colleen. That name, bro. Shagnessy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we can't pronounce it. And more. <laughs> Sonic 2 is getting into some violence too because guess who's introduced in this film? I already said it. and i just learned this now like literally as i was writing these notes this morning (laughs) (laughs) an hour ago (laughs) he's voiced by aegis alba oh interesting yeah and here's the final trailer oh great the winter soldier (laughs) these rings signify the commitment Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Life or death situation. I need you to use the ring to save me, like right now. Snow, my God. Oh boy. He's still so handsome. Ah, Hawaii. I just hope we are not too late. Oh Lord, there are two of them now. <laughs> What's happening? Uh, okay, quick version. Robotnik is back. I discovered the source of ultimate power. We need to get it back or the world is doomed. You brought some kind of... Space porcupine. (laughs) I am an echidna warrior. (laughs) That's a sip of judgment. (laughs) Time to say goodbye to humanity. Welcome to the new norm. This is your moment to be the big hero. Bad time to say this, but I don't actually have a plan. Hey, you got a little something on your... Oh, no. (laughs) Someone call an Uber? It's cold in here. Let's turn up the heat. Winter Soldier. Nah. Fear not, citizen. You are terrible at this. Your negative attitude is not helping. <laughs> we stick together. No matter what. You're unskilled. <laughs> Untrained. <laughs> Unworthy. <laughs> you forgot one. Unstoppable. Be a chump fan. 
punching. That's cute. Oh my gosh. The whole move. I can't wait. I'm gonna go yeah. on. So it literally starts off with Knuckles on screen and Sonic saying, Oh great, the winner soldier. Yeah. You know, Bucky, I love you, but you're a pretty violent man. <laughs> All oh right. Oh my gosh. So what do you think? Yeah, it's time for predictions. I'm reaching here, and I know that. <laughs> but never say never, right? I think they could go for a trilogy if they wanted to. You know, the classic Sonic won the first one. Mm -hmm. Dr. Robotnik can win this one. And then, like, it all comes down to the third movie. Yeah. I don't know if they're going to do it. I don't really think so. But they could um, <laughs> if they wanted to. They can. Yeah. What would, what would be missing? I mean, I don't know enough about Sonic. Yeah, I don't know much about their whole, like character i just played sega when i was a kid because that's what we can afford Sega. <laughs> sega. Yeah. what do you think do you think i think they'll make a third because the other one got 69 we're gonna get that hundred you <laughs> well anyways the film released two fridays ago for you guys just mm -hmm. a couple days ago for us and i do want to go watch it considering i actually did like the first one mm -hmm. again from what i remember um so we'll see what happens moving on though um let's get into some other legendary fights. i feel like for this scene we should have gloves on Okay, I think it worked it work? out. I don't know. <laughs> okay, so what's happening in these fights? All right, let's jump on in. I'm going to get started with some fictional fights that people seem to know and, you know, <laughs> really love. love. We so, do like violence, don't we? <laughs> we're starting with the endgame fight. Uh, we're starting big. <laughs> if you want, you can play this one. Okay. Unfortunately, this fight is a little too long for us to sit here and mm -hmm. uh, just watch the whole thing. But, you know, I got you with the spine-chilling scene where they all come out of the portals ready to fight. And then we're and, like, Yeah, and then it cuts to Thanos, and he's like, oh, like, he fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> so let's watch that. Steve Rogers. <laughs> Avengers! Assemble. The guy in the back, what'd he say? <laughs> I can't hear you. I can't hear you. What? Why are you whispering? <laughs> and then the music was playing, everyone's like, their panties were wet. Oh my god! All the bros. All the bros. <laughs> all right, all right. I wonder, they're keeping Thick Thor, right? No, I don't think so. No, I, I like Thick Thor. I know we do. <laughs> He's luscious. That's definitely a fight for the books. Yeah. <laughs> Next up is basically any John Wick fight. <laughs> Any John Wick fight. Any of them. Here's a clip from John Wick 2. We'll stop it there. <laughs> but this is like my own little side note here. Every time I see Keanu Reeves now, I think of my uncle because what? he's I'll, I'll explain it. He currently <laughs> has his hair grown out about that length and he has like very similar facial features and he has the beard. So he kind of looks like Keanu Reeves. <laughs> Did he go bro? No. Niece. <laughs> He does not. And okay. I'll see if I can find a picture. I don't know. He wouldn't want me to post it, but I could show you. Post it! <laughs> but as I said, these movies are filled with fights, so just watch the three of them. <laughs> and the fourth. I think there's a fourth in there. Is I don't know. Oh, there's going to be a fourth? Anyway, the pencil to the face. That one. He's like... <laughs> 
Pencil to the face. <laughs> of course, I've got to bring in the man, Bruce Lee. <laughs> <laughs> Although I've never fully seen any of the movies he stars in, he comes straight to my mind when I think of like fighting or anything. So here's a clip from Enter the Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> Also, I love the sound effects yeah. of when they kick and hit. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. And the last fight I'll bring up is actually many. Um, <laughs> this is anytime Mayweather fights. And whether you love him or hate him, you know, there's always some hype going on about this man mm-hmm. <laughs> it's either he's got this he's gonna lose this one it's all staged he pays them off mm-hmm. <laughs> he's got the money to pay him off yeah you always know that he, like whenever there's a mayweather fight coming up because everybody's talking about it yeah yeah like or maybe i'm just assuming but <laughs> <laughs> but i found a lot of highlight compilations of his fight so we could just watch like one or two of those because it's a lot Um, where do you stand on the whole Mayweather thing Uh, man I don't care right now it's like the whole Jake Paul and those guys or one of those guys boxing although like how annoying and obnoxious they are I think they're actually like actually good boxers yeah I don't know. I, there's something I mean, they like, have the bodies for it. I guess I like watching fights and movies mm-hmm. or like even on TikTok videos, which I'll have for you guys right now. <laughs> but like something about actual boxing, I don't find it entertaining at mm. all. I'm like, unless you're going to give me them POVs where I feel like you're going to punch me, maybe <laughs> like maybe the camera guy could be off to the side. Do you feel that way about wrestling, too? Or do you think it's more like enticing to watch? Wrestling, wrestling if there is... I mean, that's why WWE made so much money for so long, right? There was, like, the, like, sensational part of it or whatever. Yeah. Let me grab this chair. Because, like, they make characters out of yeah, it. Yeah, that's <laughs> funny. That's mm-hmm. funny. But, yeah. like, just general boxing, like, we're, we, we all know you're going to walk out of here with tons of money. Yeah, even if you lose. <laughs> I also understand, like, concussions are detrimental and cause like dementia. See, my brain goes there with it and I can't mm. have fun with that. <laughs> well, these poor people are going to have dementia. Or yeah, they Alzheimer's. know what they're getting into. That's true. So like, <laughs> blow your money, get hookers and hoes, get, you know, whatever, while you're young and can remember it a little bit, whatever. Anyway, here's mine. I didn't pick many because it's already getting long, but this is my The Bride versus a Crazy 88 from Kill Bill Volume 1. Mm-hmm. And this is like a 10 minute fight. If you're into like swords and basically the hi sounds but with you know one woman and Mm -hmm. one yellow tracksuit and all the rage Mm -hmm. and a ton of corn fructose syrup flailing about this is the one for you (laughs) so it's i'm gonna start it at 217 and it's like a pov aerial of her in the middle with her yellow Mm tracksuit and then all the crazy you know people in their suits and yeah basically here we go All the squishing of the blood coming out of their bodies. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, there's really cool, like, glass. So you're looking up, watching it happen. Oh, okay. It's just, like, ten minutes of this. <laughs> and they actually do get hurt, too. So it's not like she... Yeah, it's, it's not, not like, like the, she's invincible. <laughs> the whole cliche thing where it's like, we're in a big fight scene, but all of us are going to wait... For that one person to fight you before mm, we jump in. Yeah. It's like, no, it's like messy. There's actually mm-hmm. people coming at her from every angle. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that mm-hmm. one I thought was really good because she beats everybody's ass. Um, the next one is uh <laughs> You want a piece of me? And it's the Seinfeld clip. <laughs> the infamous baseline. <laughs> All right, George, you'll just pay a fine and that'll be it. Why did the policeman have to yell at me like that? Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Lane, thanks for coming to pick me up. I can explain everything. All right, well, we'll talk about it tomorrow at the office. Okay, where's my boy? Oh, my God. The infamous. 
I'm sitting at home reading a periodical. Jerry Stiller. This is the call I get. My son is a bootlegger. <laughs> Put you up to this. Was it her? All right, wait a minute. I think you've got it backwards. My George isn't clever enough to hatch a scheme like this. You got that right. What the hell does that mean? That means whatever the hell you want it to mean. You saying you want a piece of me? <laughs> I could drop you like a bag of dirt. <laughs> you want a piece of me? You got it! <laughs> and so it's like that concept of like, oh man, I'm looking really fat today. And then you go, yeah, you're looking a little puffy. Like, you just call me fat. <laughs> like, I can talk shit about me and mine. <laughs> you can't talk shit about me and mine. <laughs> All right. So those are mine. Yeah. But I got some TikToks here and we'll go through them really fast. Mm-hmm. This girl is about to, I mean, these girls are about to get in a fight. And check it out. So basically, there was about a fight gonna break out at school and this girl mm-hmm. just starts dancing to yeah. try to divert everyone's attention <laughs> and it works she's like i just saved everybody's lives yeah. <laughs> um here's another one of these kids oh 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 god god wait for it <laughs> from the other side <laughs> isn't that funny yeah <laughs> and then here's um if you've ever been in a fight with a bug, you can relate to this. It's all he really knocked out a bumblebee. <laughs> but he's like throwing hands. Yeah. <laughs> he takes off his shoe. <laughs> he got it. He got it. He feels all powerful. <laughs> Can't t- and this is for the WWE guys. <laughs> Look at oh, you're gonna watch this right now. Watch, watch, watch. <laughs> <It's wrong. laughs> oh, let's watch it again. <laughs> like the unnecessary worm at the end. Yeah, I know. He's like, I've been hit. I'm rolling up. I'm rolling up. <laughs> okay, well, that's enough violence for today, everybody. Yeah, that's enough love for today. <laughs> yeah. Like a sweaty hand. Under yeah, it's pretty hot in there. Okay, well, that wraps us up for today's episode. And as always, we leave you with the final burning question. Unnecessary, but it's here for you. And uh, if you want to play on Instagram, that'd be nice. Um, do you think Morbius could beat Sonic's ass? Do you? Yeah, I don't think so. No? No, I think Sonic would be the best. I don't know. I haven't. I guess you gotta wait for HBO Max to release it or whenever it gets released. Morbius v. Sonic. Yeah. Mm. Anyway. All right. Thank you all for listening. (laughs) If you'd like to follow our podcast, you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and you could subscribe to our Patreon, all under at Talks and Sips. For our personal accounts, mine is at sessie.ncsoul. I'm at jfox with two X's and two underscores at the end. And we also have our website, toxinsips.com, where you can check out all the links for, you know, just everything we talk about if you want to do your own research. And that all being said, we have been Toxin Sips, and we'll see you on the next one. Bye. Bye.